What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Half Gen Podcast. We're back at it again. This one is episode 28. Uh, joining me, as always, Ross and Nat. What's up, guys? Hello. Not much. How's it going? Oh, uh, you know, same old, same old. Guys, we have a lot to talk about. This is the, the best the year, year for games in the history. E- ever. Of all time. Yes. Even though the year is coming to a close, there is so much to talk about, and a lot of it is not good, but there is still good stuff to talk about. There is. Um, Let's start with what makes all of us happy. Guys, what have we been playing? Nat, why don't you hit me up with what you've been playing? Hmm. What have I been playing? Uh, Mario, I've been playing that. How many moons do you have? Uh, I could tell you if I check, but I don't know. A lot. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm playing Civ on my own. I played a campaign because it was like I'm gonna devise six the or ultimate five. strategy. Six. Good. Because and I realized there is no ultimate strategy because that game is a fucking piece of shit. But I still play. Yeah. It. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, why. man. I you know what? I totally agree with him. And like we play Civ Six, and we we play together a bunch. And mm. like that game, just something doesn't feel right every time I play it. Mm-hmm. But like. It's it's only compared to, like, Brave New World Civ Five, But, mm-hmm. man, yeah, there's something weird about that game. But it's still fun, and I've still put almost it's 100 still, hours in yeah, it so It's far. still fun. It's still essentially Civ. It's just something's weird about it. And I, I, don't, I can't put my finger on it. And then yeah, I've been playing a bunch you. of my, like, games I've played this year to figure out what I like. Because I only want to nominate stuff that I've played for our Game of the Year talk. But, we're going to talk a little bit about that later. By the way, but I want to just get a refresh on anything. Nat, while just while I'm thinking of it, did you change your? Um, there was one category you had to make a change to. I have not looked at I it messaged since you I on Discord it. about it. All right. So just just keep that in mind because we're mm-hmm. each nominating just one game and it has to be different. Okay. Um, I'm yeah. playing that. Um. Mostly Mario, I think about it. Mario and uh, Mario and Divinity is what I've been mostly playing because I want to play. I want to beat Divinity, so I want to beat my three games in my head. I want to nominate. And I get you. I want to well, beat them so spo- I can. Spoilers for the nomination. Well, no, because it's it's there's <laughs> three kidding, games. There's three games in the air for me, and I haven't beaten any of them yet but i'm far enough in all of them where they're like oh the i really enjoy these games and even if it doesn't end favorable to like my taste i've enjoyed them enough where they still like i've enjoyed my time with this game i could i could give it a nomination i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm in the game of the year spreadsheet and ross just typed something Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm sorry. I apologize. I just want people to understand I'm not laughing at Nat. It's Ross's fault. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, luckily, I finished all three of the games that. Um, here, Nat. I'm gonna mark which one. Um, yeah. As, as you guys can tell, we're, uh, we're still working on it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Still got some stuff going on. <laughs> oh God, what was I saying? Yes, I finished all three of the games I planned to nominate. So I, <laughs> God damn it, Nat. 
No more messing around in the spreadsheet. This is podcast time. No one's going to um, know what's happening. This is why we're the number one podcast. Nobody but us. So for, for the stream, just what happened. Uh, like, Roscoe, you can tell your part, but I just opened up the, 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 like, the spreadsheet we have, and I typed, you fucking laughing at me? And I, I typed Hitler and highlighted the cell pink with a yeah, smiley face. Yeah. So those are that stuff we'll we'll Sneak touch peek. on later. Um anyway. I guess while, while while we're on the topic real quick, before we get back to what Nat has been playing and if he's done before we get to Ross. Um so game of the year, I think we decided we agreed, Ross, the cutoff is going to be December tenth. Right. Is the last day uh for us to have um any games that we're going to add to this list. As of December tenth Nothing else matters. The lists are final. And then we're going to start launching daily content. Now, the issue is, I think with all of our stuff, we reviewed everything we nominated. Uh, with the exception of Stardew Valley, I believe so. Yeah, so that was the thing I was going to say. Is We have a couple games on Nat's list that don't have final says. <laughs> Nat should probably do those. I mean, if you guys want me to write a final save for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, you go fuck yourselves, because I hate that game. But you still right. have to be stuffed. Okay. Right. I'm not well, going to spoil the rest I, of I, it. I, I think for that particular I think, one, I think we should given the get back to this at the we'll end. Let it go. <laughs> I think we should. Yeah, yeah, let's get back to <laughs> let's that. Let's get back to this at the end. So- Nat, what else have you been playing besides Mario? Uh, <laughs> just pretty much like everything else on this list. I've like at least went back Great. to and checked the, out. The listeners have not or not seeing the list i know but i'm not trying to spoil anything so i'm just gonna leave it vague because i haven't played him enough to really talk about it okay yeah it's okay i mean we're, we're not telling them categories or anything you can talk about whatever the hell you want okay so i went back and checked all i made a list of all the games i played this year i just went back and checked them out played a good bit of pit people for a little bit I put in Kingdom Hearts 2.8 final chapter prologue and then took well, it back oh, out no, no, because not, I'm not, not going to play it. Not the whole year. Not the whole year. Just recently. No, I played all of these over oh. like the past week because I was just trying to check oh. them out. Yeah, so he, he was revisiting them. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I to thought he was talking about every game he played. Yeah, I played all of them. I put no, back I'm... Yakuza 0 in and then remember yeah. I lost like a billion dollars and then yeah. I got sad and took it back out. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I lost it because I did like my I like left it on and then like I guess I went out and then like the power cut off in my house for some reason I lost like a billion dollars of work and that hurt me very badly why why you no save because I was gonna be right back and I was like I'm gonna leave it on I came back and the power got cut off yeah so much for that yeah man um, I went back and played some Horizon Zero Dawn, not Wildlands because I'm poor and I didn't feel like buying a DLC, but I played some Horizon Zero Dawn. That was cool, but I didn't feel like doing any story stuff, so I took that back out, played some Nair That's Automata. That's what you meant by <laughs> Wildlands. It's Frozen Wilds. I'm sitting there thinking you're talking about Ghost Recon. <laughs> Ghost Recon? No, fuck that. No, fuck, no, I didn't fucking look at that game. It's it's the Frozen Wilds. It's not Nigga, Wild so Lands. what, man? Let, let, let me, let me say what Recon. I want. No, man, we're talking about two different... I thought you were talking about a totally different game. I'm like, shit, I guess Nat plans on playing Ghost Recon at no, some point. No, fuck Recon, man. <laughs> man. I ain't played no DLC this year, let alone any Ubis- Ubisoft game, my nigga. I'm boycotting Ubisoft for the rest of my life. 
Oh, God. All right. This is our new best podcast ever. Oh, Eight minutes, 22 man. seconds. I'm calling it. Oh, okay. I'm back. I'm back. Oh. God. Well, yeah. After after that, not fucking Ghost Recon, after some Horizon Zero Dawn, and I remembered how good that game was, but I didn't feel like doing the story. I put in Nier Automata, and I played that for like three hours. Then I went back to Persona 5, and then remember, I also lost a bunch of save progress, and that took that right back out. Then I played some Stardew Valley, and I played that like for a whole day, and then remember I had Mario, so I played that while on the train. I turned on Yokulele and turned it right back off because I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Play some Puyo Puyo Tetris at my job and then some ARMS. I played some Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy that remembered how floaty it was and stopped playing that. Played some Breath of the Wild on the train and Damn. got sucked into that again. They played some Cuphead. I remember how hard it was and I fucking hate that game, but I love it. <laughs> and then I played some more Super Mario Odyssey. And then I looked up Capcom, like Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, and then threw that in the garbage. Then played some Divinity, and then looked at Destiny and just left it there. And then put in Kiwami, and then decided I'm not going to play that till I beat Yakuza 0. I thought yeah. I played a lot, but damn. That's, that's a busy week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. So that was my week in games. Damn. Okay. Well, that's all the time we have this week. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Uh, Ross, how about you? What have you been up to? Oh, man. This has been the busiest week game-wise for me I've had in a long time. Uh, I played through the entirety of Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Fuck nice. yeah. How was that? It was Hitler. really good. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that that, that game is pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, it is. It crazy oh, in the best way. At some point, I want to go back and play the first one. I have it, but I just never. I played. If like you were around, I would lend it to you. <laughs> I'd be like, "Here you go, borrow this." No, <laughs> he has it. I already he has have the it. Game. I have it on PS4. So here, I want to know your level of commitment. Are you gonna play the first one and uh? Whatever blood, whatever fuck that shit is called, because apparently I don't know names anymore. No, 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 no! Don't you don't need to play that. Is yeah. it old blood or is it new blood? I don't know. O See, old blood. I'm not the only one who gets confused by all the new and it old. Was the old blood? Listen, listen. The core games are new. The DLC is old. I don't know. No sense. DLC comes out after. What? Exactly. It's a prequel. <laughs> it takes place before the first game. They should have called it the old old. You would know if you played it. Oh. No, it's. You don't need to play that. That is not something you need to concern yourself with. Yeah, Old Blood was not good in the ways that the other two are good. Right. So, yeah, I played through Wolfenstein 2. That has some pretty crazy moments. Um, I really liked it. I can't wait for the third game. Um, probably in 2020 or 2019, maybe. Um, I Since the last time we did the podcast, I beat Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, I think Woo! I'm at like... Mm -hmm. 560 moons i think i'm just taking my time with that one out of like i just i just beat bowser's ass well the, for the first time that was cool okay yeah yeah he has a top hat with boxing gloves that pop out which is pretty yeah cool. and he has like the hipster comb over yeah he does it's pretty good <laughs> uh so yeah been i was surprised by that <laughs> been playing a lot of odyssey uh Let's see. So my commute has been busy with games. Um, I played through the entirety of Doom on Switch. Um, nice. How was that? Which, if, if I can interject uh, yeah, uh, very quickly, yeah. uh, that looked a lot better than I expected it to, mm -hmm. both in handheld mode 
and on the TV. Mm-hmm. Looked a lot better mm-hmm. than I expected. Yeah, yeah. So, Coming from someone who played it on PC. I mentioned you in the, in the Day With article, as you saw. Oh, no, I didn't read that part. No. Oh, well, I, at, the, at the very end I said, yeah, Chris even said it looked pretty good, and he's a guy who no, plays I did read that. on a 4K TV with a nice sound bar and a nice-ass PC. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did see that. That's right. So, so yeah, I played through the entirety of that, which was nice because uh, I played through the first four levels. I got it on Xbox One last year because I wanted a reason to play my Xbox One, and then turning on my Xbox One increasingly became pointless. So I'd never finished it. So, um, so yeah, played through all of Doom, uh, thirty frames per second, seven twenty p. Um, it does have some frame rate dips when things get especially chaotic, but not enough to really take away from the fun I was having. Um, and it does get a little blurry sometimes because it does use some dynamic resolution stuff. But um, all in all, it's super fun. And even the multiplayer is pretty fun. That runs really well. I haven't encountered much lag in that at all. Um, it's the full version of Doom 2016 minus Snap Map, which really isn't a big deal. So it's uh, the full version of Doom so it's 2016 full, yeah. that anybody cares about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, now I really want a Doom 2 because Doom ends on a cliffhanger. Um, so yeah, s- super happy with that game. Uh, and can't wait for Wolfenstein 2 to come out next year on Switch, which I'll probably get because it'll probably have all the DLC too. Um, I'm guessing it will release mm-hmm. once the last DLC pack is released, which is in March. Well, the first one is December. Yeah, probably yeah. like December, late January or early mm-hmm. February, and then probably late March. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see it April. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to pick that up. And then I finally jumped on the Stardew Valley train, texted Nat for some early game advice. Well, was that advice too much? Was that too much to like shove on you? But I was just trying to tell you everything I wish I knew. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. So okay, cool. I've put in like twenty or twenty-five hours into that now. I'm closing in on the end of fall in my first year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm having a lot of fun with that. It's a super good game if I'm like feeling anxious on the commute mm-hmm. or something. I just turn that. It's on super good for the commute. So yeah. I got a question about that. Was that yeah, yeah. good starting advice? Because I feel like I have a lot of friends who are picking it up now, like for Switch or for like PS4 and stuff. Because it's like a good casual game for people that like want something like more of a hardcore game experience but not like the like oh i'm a sh- like i want to fucking shoot people in the face right it's right. a good game for people to pick up and mm-hmm. i don't know how much i should be recommending to them off the back of like what they, they should like how they should min max and stuff to get the best experience yeah i, I think what you told me was fine okay, um cool. it's i kind of took some of what you said and kind of just Took some of that and kind of did my own thing and kind of just did a mix. So, yeah, it cool. was good. Um, so, yeah, Stardew Valley is really cool. I like it a lot. Um, haven't done much with the town people yet. I've just been mm-hmm. giving people random yeah. eggs. You, you get no penalty for speaking to them five years later after you move into the town. Yeah, yeah. So, um, That's got to be awkward. Yeah, so I'm, <laughs> I'm probably going to dive more into that kind of stuff in year two. Um, mm-hmm. I've been mostly working on the mine. I think I got to level mm-hmm. 100. I think are there 120 levels in the mine? I think. I can't remember. Um, I so yeah, trying to get to the bottom of that. Just I have a barn now. I have a couple of cows, uh, which is great. Did you build a silo? I did build a silo. Unfortunately, before I built a silo, I was cleaning up my property and cut all of the grass, which I didn't yeah. know. 
would have been yeah. really useful because I had a ton of grass that would have been tell great. You. I was going to tell you, please save your grass and please build a silo before you build a barn. Yep. That is so, like a must. Yep. So now through the winter, I feel like I'm going to have to go to Marnie and buy hay every day, which sucks. So you can cut grass around the town and I believe you can use that. But in winter, is all the grass gone, I assume? Yes. You can yeah. So I have like two days till winter hits. So, okay. um, so you better stock up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Stardew Valley is super cool. Um, and then, uh, man, if I had the money, I would have bought a couple more games just because the Switch is incredible. It's, well, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is coming out in two mm-hmm. weeks and it's already preloaded on my Switch. I, oh, God. Um, but like, I would, I do want to pick up, like, I want to pick up LA Noir. Not super interested in Skyrim, but, uh, the last Same. game. Uh, the last game I've been playing is uh, Rocket League on Switch, which I just picked up yesterday. Uh, that's on Switch? I didn't know that. Yeah, just came out. Uh, I think it just came out. Yeah. 1999. Um, so far, runs perfectly fine. I've, I've played some matches online. No problems. I've been playing matches online cross-play. No problems. Does that run at 60 or at 30? Uh, I believe it runs at 60. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like Rocket League is a game that benefits from frame rate, that smoothness. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. So that's why I wanted to make sure because that is like that could definitely be an advantage if it wasn't running at sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, like other players. I'm almost yeah. It it runs at sixty. Um and like I said, I was playing cross play uh with no problems. In the options there's a checkbox to enable cross play. So I was definitely playing against like it looked like some PC or uh some PC gamer tags or whatever, but uh, but yeah, and then Psyonix is uh, talking about they're working on a uh, cross-platform party system. Because as of right now, if you're on one platform, you can't invite a friend from another unless you create a private match with like a, a room name and password. So right. they're working on that right now and hopefully to roll it out early next year. Um, that's, that's amazing still. I think mm-hmm. I still think Rocket League is just amazing for like a team that made that game on PS3 and it just didn't really do much. And then they come back for a second try and it just blows up. Oh, yeah. It's like, a- to have the faith to do something like that again and just be like, no, I think we got it this time and to just nail it like they did. Like, mm-hmm. Rocket League is a special game. That yeah. is like a once-in-a-generation kind of game. Mm-hmm. So, really yeah. happy for them. Yeah, if you if you have a Switch, you should pick it up. If you don't have a Switch, you should pick it up. But yeah, I got the Samus car and everything. It has the sound effects and it looks there's awesome. There's a Samus car? Oh yeah. There's a, there's a Samus car. Well, shit, now, now I need to buy it. If, if you if you no! play, if you play on the orange, I was just gonna play on PC. If you play on the orange team, your car's orange. But if you play on the blue team, it's like Zero Suit Samus blue. Oh god, I'm sorry. And the the boost is like the wave beam sound effect. There's also Mario and Luigi cars, but I don't care. There's a Samus car. There is a Samus car. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's been my week in games. Um, it's really with Wolfenstein out of the way. I'm going to try to make a concerted effort to play through Horizon in the next two weeks. Uh, Please do. Mostly, well, a because I do want to play through the game, and b because I have to for game of the year stuff. Um, so getting through that, mostly the goal is to get through that before Xenoblade comes out. Because once Xenoblade comes out, my life ends for like <laughs> probably 95 hours or so. Listen, um, you if you beat Wolfenstein in two days, you can beat Horizon in two weeks. Yeah. Like it's not... 
I'm just gonna. It's f- a shorter game than I remembered, but like the time spent in it is quality. How many? How much do you plan on dedicating to it, and how? At what level are you gonna play it? If you plan on like doing every little thing and min maxing, like everything, you probably it's probably gonna take you about a week. But if you don't mind just playing through the story, which is great, and like kind of just going through the like waves of the story as they hit mm-hmm. you, you could probably beat it in like three days. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, so I've, I've put like three or four hours into it. The issue was is that right when I started to do that, I think Destiny came out, mm-hmm. and so I stopped playing it. Um, but when I was playing it, I was really enjoying like some of the early side quests that I was doing. Here, here's what I would recommend to you, like, it, just as somebody who has put a lot of time into the game at this point, um, do the quest, like, do the story quests. And when you find a side quest, like if you're talking to people and you find a side quest that says, hey, this sounds interesting, just do it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and if, if it sounds like fun, it's probably fun and do it. And if it doesn't sound fun, it's probably still fun, but come back to it. Yeah. They'll always be there. You yeah. Know? It's, I'm, I'm going to focus mostly on uh, the main story. And then because I, I plan on coming back to Horizon after this year is over and hopefully we get a little bit of a breath. Um to come back and do a lot of the side stuff. Um, and then, I, yeah. And I do recommend that DLC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend that DLC. So, that um, yeah. I didn't know Wildlands was good. Oh, well, I'll talk about that in my turn. Yep, Wildlands. Um, but Is that not what it's called? That was my joke. The Frozen Wilds. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm over your joke. I'm over it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the next... Probably from now till the end of the year, it's really just going to be Horizon and then Xenoblade. Because everything, uh, a lot of kind of Nintendo YouTubers have gotten their hands like on Xenoblade. Like one of the channels I follow has put like 25 hours into it. Um, yeah, uh, my local import store already has a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. So this guy has put like 25 hours into it and he was a huge fan of the first game. And he liked mm-hmm. uh, Chronicles X on Wii U. And he said that this is... It's better than the first game from where he's at, which is high praise because I love that first game. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm super pumped. The fact that that and Persona is on the same year, both like 100-hour RPGs. Also, oh my God. If, if Xenoblade Chronicles 2 turns out as well as I think it will, Switch might have had the best year in gaming history for exclusives on a platform. Between Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, and that... Ho, ho, ho! Yeah, yeah. Switch yeah. might have the best lineup from this year oh, if they yeah, could do honestly. that. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're I mean, but in it's in real contest with yeah. like PlayStation because you got to remember, technically, Yakuza is an exclusive, mm-hmm. Persona Five is an exclusive, and and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is an exclusive. Yeah. And Tales of Berseria, and you got games like Neo and stuff. And I'm not trying to take away from Switch. Mm-hmm. Like, Switch, if you're talking, like, three first-party games, mm-hmm. I don't think you can have three better first-party games, let alone, let alone in the first year of a platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first That's eight, unheard of. First eight months, nine months. Yeah, like, that. that is unheard of levels mm-hmm. of just, like madness and yeah, not even um, sticking to the like guns like they could have just dropped the pokemon and it would been an instant success they're just mm-hmm. like now nah, we're gonna put out games yeah and then xbox and one had <laughs> cuphead guys let's hey. just say let's just say this all right blanket statement japan is back japan yeah. Yeah. is back and bigger than ever also quick side note long live japan it was mm-hmm. nice to hear i was listening to the giant beast cast this week 
And it was nice to hear that we're not the only ones who feel like Xbox One has no games. Because <laughs> they were talking about the Xbox One X and they're like, yep, but there's been nothing really to play on Xbox this year besides Cuphead. So can and, I and say you know, something it, real quick before we get into <laughs> sure. everything? So I've realized there are a lot more like people who are fanboys of shit. Like, so you know you always heard of people online being fanboys, but a lot more people in my normal life have been popping up and they're actual like fanboys of stuff. Which weirds me out. I just like games, man. I don't care about the console or anything. Like, last gen, I played Xbox. This gen, I'm mostly on PS4. But Switch man. is giving it a run for its money right now. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm going to tell you something. I definitely felt fanboy for a while last generation mm -hmm. because I switched. Like, I went from 360 to PS3. Mm -hmm. And this generation, I felt like a fanboy. But I've kind of come to grips with it. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I kept trying to convince myself, like, don't just hate the Xbox One to hate the Xbox One. Mm -hmm. But, like, for real. There's no goddamn games. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> there's not, so there's my, nothing so there. So one of my friends, like one of the people that work at my job has been playing nothing but, what's that fucking knockoff? I can't remember his name right now. Fortnite. He's been playing Fortnite. Fortnite's so great. This and the other. I'm like, Fortnite's on every single thing. You bought an Xbox One. You spent $500 to play nothing. He's like, nah, man. I can't play games under 60 frames a second. I'm like, then get good. <laughs> And then somebody else I know oh, on man. Facebook that I that I like in the group of friends with me is like, I posted like a meme. My friend Neo Game Spark, who's like a pretty big YouTuber online, uh, posted he posted a meme where it's like when you spend five hundred dollars on Xbox but you have no games to play, right? Which is like the low hanging fruit, but it was still funny. Mm. And he was like, "But Xbox has Cuphead." I'm like, "Nigga, Cuphead's on PC." <laughs> That's, I don't know. He's like, nah, but you can't play oh, Cuphead yeah. in 4K. They're, I'm like, nigga, the whole shit is hand-drawn, my nigga. What are you talking about? There there may not have been a better sentence in existence than, man, Cuphead is on PC. Just take that out of context. Just, <laughs> just, I just use that in everyday yeah. life. Uh, Chris, so we don't... Oh, uh, you should, what have you been playing? Because we're like half an hour in. <laughs> I know. It's a good thing we came up with our strategy <laughs> for this one. Sadie, I had Sadie. a feeling. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to go through quick, okay? Uh, I'm uh, All right, so the final say is up. I'm, I'm going to count last week because I was off last week, and I just kind of powered through a bunch of games. All right, mm -hmm. I finished Wolfenstein 2. Uh, I put the final say up. That game is amazing. It pl it plays a little rough at times, but, like, at, at, at only one point was I, like, really frustrated with the game mm -hmm. on, like, its default difficulty. Uh, that is not an easy game. I feel like that kind of, in a way, that kind of works, though, in a sense, because it's like you're one dude, and it shouldn't just be a cakewalk, but let me tell you, man, if you turn that difficulty down to easy... Oh, yeah, that's that what I did. Fun, that is a fun fucking I, game. I did that with... Oh, man. I did that with Wolfenstein, like, and I did that with Doom, because it's like, I want to feel like an overpowered dude, like in the old... Like, like back in the day. Like, you put... You put Master Chief to shame sometimes. Like, you know, it's you put Halo on easy. It's like, wow, I feel really strong. You put Wolfenstein on easy. I am a god. I played all of Wolfenstein. <laughs> I'm a dual, I am a shotgun dual wielding yep. god. That's how I played that in whole game. <laughs> the shotgun is so good. And you get the bouncing bullets, dude. Yep. Oh, forget it. It's, really it's over. Like, that is, am I right, though? That is like the best shotgun, dude. It's really good. That is my favorite shotgun. It's, oh, it's, man. It's between, I could talk about uh, Wolfenstein for a whole podcast. Mm -hmm. 
for for the, um, re- for the record, it's man. for me. It's between that shotgun and the super shotgun from Doom because I played the entire game with that. Va- 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 valid, but yeah, like, dude, you find me a better shotgun to dual wield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was really good. Um. I finished Call of Duty. I just wrapped up a little bit of it today. Uh, final say should be up this week. I'll probably have that. Did so we get a taste of your tomorrow. feelings on Call of Duty? It was just because I don't know. I feel like everybody's been like, "This is the Call of Duty," but listen, I feel like listen, every listen. that's every Call of Duty listen. ever. Listen, from man. my like, all right, non. It's got zombies. Friends. Zombies is as fun as zombies has ever been. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's got the multiplayer. If you like Call of Duty multiplayer, you're mm-hmm. still gonna like this one. I'm going to be honest, I do not. I still had some fun. Like, it's just one of those games where it's like, if you catch the spawns, right? I had one mm-hmm. game where I caught the spawns. Okay. And it just cycles around. So I was behind the enemy team just constantly. So I was just running around. And I got like, just kills, kills, kills all day because mm-hmm. I was running in a circle around the map, catching the spawns. That's, so- that's the kind of game Call of Duty mm-hmm. is. And it's if you like that, it's still good. Okay, so um, I have a question. Okay. About Call of Duty. So I've been over Call of Duty since Modern Warfare 2. I never went This is back. not the time I'm to not, get back into I'm it. I'm not into You're zombies because I've I've like I've played better Nat, horde experiences. Nat, Nat I'm gonna save you the mm-hmm. trouble. You're not missing out by not playing this. Okay, cool. because um, I feel like everybody and their mom is like in, this listen, is the listen, Call listen, of Duty. Listen. Listen. Like, it's Call of Duty. This is like it's like the greatest hits of like this is stuff that was good in old World War II games and stuff that was good in Band of Brothers. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we're going to make a game. And this is like the Band of Brothers tie-in game that we never wanted and never asked for. But mm-hmm. they were like, we're going to make it anyway. And it's not, it's not, uh, honest to God, Normandy's been done better. Um, The Band of Brothers has been done better by Band of Brothers. The game, the characters fall flat. Um... The moment-to-moment gameplay is fine. Uh, there was never, there was never a moment that blew me away. That was like, oh my god, yes, you know. Mm-hmm. There was no Call of Duty two when the bombs start raining down on the building and stuff, and like, you know, when you switch over to the Soviet, like, you know, moments like that, they're gone, they're over. This is as Band of Brothers as it gets, but not in a good way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't hit home, you know, and it's just, it's. It, it lacks any kind of, like, emotional connection, which that's the thing Band of Brothers had, is there was guys you were rooting for, you know? Like, you had your favorite members of the team, and, like, when something happened to them, that shit was sad. Um, there's no challenging, uh, like, emotional things in that game. It's just kind of like, hey, we made another World War II game. So let me Here preface this by saying, at my job, I feel like I have like all the internet personas you feel like you never meet at my job. So I have the Xbox fanboy who's so loyal to Microsoft and Xbox everything. Like, it's unbelievable. I think I've mentioned on this podcast before, like, he had a Windows phone up until he had to admit that his Windows phone wasn't cutting it. Well, until Microsoft told him it wasn't cutting exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Like, and then, and then I have my friend who only plays like the typical games. Like he only plays Call of Duty, 2K and Madden. So like, listen, Sledgehammer has made two Call of Duties Mm -hmm. now. Their first Call of Duty. Um, which one was that? Um, uh, uh, the, the future war one with Mm -hmm. Troy Baker. As you guys know what I'm talking about. I can't even think of the name. Uh, advanced warfare. Thank you. Uh, that was much better than this game. Okay. 
much better than Call of Duty World War II. Call of Duty World War II is very much a step back, um, I think, mm. compared to some of the more recent Call of Duties. Mm. Um, Advanced Warfare was the last one I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. Like that it, guy it's enjoys not his a, motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, it's it is what it is. If you like Call of Duty, then this is more. Mm. It's more of what you already like. Okay. That's the best thing I can say about it. Okay, um, I just wanted to know because, like I said, for yeah, everybody was um, trying to tell me to get it. Yeah, it's it. No, don't you don't mm-hmm. need it. Um, I played the Frozen Wilds, the Horizon DLC, mm-hmm. which is, I, I I told Ross like when you look at like if you look at content like as it has been like downloadable content like. This game is it is probably better than Lair of the Shadow Broker or Minerva's Den for Bioshock 2, mm-hmm. which are considered to be like two of the premier pieces of like DLC add-on content. Mm-hmm. I think Frozen Wilds is a lot better. Okay. It, it 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 matches the quality of the core game. It tells a very interesting story. Um the setting could be a little better just cuz it's all snow, you know? Mm-hmm. But there are fucking bears. And I'm not just talking regular ass bears. I'm talking robot giant robot bears. Huh. And that, I thought giant robot T-Rex was the coolest thing I was ever going to see in a video mm-hmm. game. And I just want to see two of them fight now. <laughs> like, giant robot I want to see the T-Rex. bear versus, I want to see. That's the only like, sad part about this being <laughs> on PC. Is that we can never get the T Rex bear fight? I mean, I mean on, on, on PS4 because if it was on PC, I feel like somebody would have modded it already and made them and, fight. And regardless, I mean, you could. I don't know if there's Thunder Jaws there. Um, all I know is at one point I managed to override one and mm-hmm. I made it kill like a whole field of robots, mm-hmm. and they stood no chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this bear was amazing. Um, but yeah, so that is probably the best DLC I've ever played for a game. Um, it's good to hear, especially considering I plan on buying it. Yeah, you, you would, that is something you should most definitely buy. Um, everything about it is on par with the rest of the game. And that's the nicest thing I can say about it because that game is excellent. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Good to hear. Is anybody else hearing a weird noise? I just heard a weird noise too. I was I thought it was my headphones. I was looking around. Ross, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was weird. Okay. I wasn't the only one. It was one. like a um, Yeah, like that w- sounded like a sound. cricket that just wouldn't stop. Um Yeah, so that was really good. Uh what the hell else? Danganronpa. I finished Danganronpa. the new Danganronpa. Um that game kind of blew me away at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. it was. You were live texting a, me about it for. A bit. Uh, I'm a big fan of Danganronpa, and I went through over like two days, and I just kind of finished the game, and it was it was both. It was at times. Not the Danganronpa I was hoping for, and at times the best Danganronpa I could ever ask for. Mm-hmm. So that final say is actually the one that'll probably be up tomorrow because I already wrote that one. Uh, just before we started recording this. So that should be up tomorrow mm-hmm. as of this recording. Um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much what I did. I dabbled in some Overwatch, and I think that's really... Oh, 
So I guess I'll talk about this. There's this other game I started playing. It's like an early access kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called They Are Billions, which is like is that the RTS... game that Uber linked. Yes, it is an RTS survival game where it's like the world is filled with zombies and every so many days a zombie horde comes and attacks your base and like you've got to build up. Um, it is a very early, very janky game um, and it's frustrating as all hell uh, because all there is is a survival mode and it's not easy to survive and yet I get frustrated by it and I put it down and I keep going back. Mm-hmm. So that... Um, how much time have I already put into it? Like over the course, like I haven't gone back to it in a couple days. Um, but yeah, I mean in like over the course of like two days, I put in uh, five hours, a little over five hours, just like going back, doing a game of it, failing miserably, doing something else. And I just kept coming back. Um, I might have some thoughts to put up on that, but I don't know. It's still very early. You have to pay to you know play it right now. Um, eventually it's going to have a story mode and stuff like that. Uh, not an easy game and it is not a game right now that I would really recommend like, Hey, go out and buy this. That's, it's not there yet, but it has potential is what I'm, I'm imagining you saying. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much everything I've been doing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so a lot a lot going on as we close in on the end of the year and we really try and uh, tie up the loose ends, as it were. Um, mm-hmm. so, so, yeah, that's... I'm not even looking at the right list. So are we going <laughs> to touch uh, yeah. on some of these topics? Yeah, we're going to move on. We're going to move into some of the newsy stuff. Um Ross, I, I we're we're gonna start with one that hits close to home for you, uh, <sighs> before we get to one that hits close to home for me. Uh, we put a PSA up today. Um, Disney is shutting down. Da- Disney, not Gazillion. Disney is shutting down Marvel Heroes and Marvel Heroes Omega. Um, I'm going to read very quickly um, from Kotaku. Uh, they got an email from a representative. Uh, We regret to inform our Marvel Heroes fans that we have ended our relationship with Gazillion Entertainment and that the Marvel Heroes game will be shut down. We would like to sincerely thank players who joined the Marvel Heroes community and will provide further updates as they become available. Ross. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's sad Um, for several reasons. Uh, One, it's... Oh, God. What? I just remembered you bought all the fucking packs. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, oh my god. Say. Yeah. Um it's it's sad oh. for a lot of reasons. Uh the main one is that a lot of people are probably gonna lose their jobs. Um I know Gazillion makes other stuff, but I feel like Marvel Heroes was probably their biggest seller. Uh definitely. So yeah, a lot of people losing their jobs and then uh it, it was a good game. Um, I feel like they took a big leap putting it onto consoles, and I wonder how much that attributed to this decision by Disney, um, how much money they had to pump into that and probably didn't get a very good return on it. Uh, yeah, it's it's sad. It was a, I think it was a great game. 
Um, it's been around for so long and it's been around for like much, it used to be much worse and it just gets better every single year. Um, so the fact that it's, been I, shut I was down, there when it was worse yeah. when I was playing storm because she was the lesser of the other evils that I had to choose from yeah. <laughs> among four characters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's disheartening when a game that gets better and better from year to year is, uh, shut down. Um, but it is yeah, what it is. And it's especially for, you know, like the console fans who did just get into it. And especially the people who played the beta and like Ross bought the founders packs and stuff like that. Uh, I, I got in on that. I bought a founders pack and I put some time into that game and it was fun. You know, we, we played God. We, we, we had the, the sister, sister, um, <laughs> we had, uh, God, what did we do after that? It was that. Uh, where it was, what's her name? I can't think of her name now. Um, oh, it was uh, Squirrel Girl magic. and Magic. It was Magic. Yeah. Okay, I did know. Yeah. Um, and then we had our second team. Uh, it was Miss Captain Marvel and someone else. Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, um, might have been Hawkeye. It might have been. But yeah. Yeah. Um, it's super sad. Um, yeah. Ever since. David Brevik left Gazillion, who was there at the beginning and uh, was one of the creators of Diablo, who kind of spearheaded the early years of that game. Ever since he left a few years ago, I feel like the game has been kind of wavering and kind of not necessarily going in the best direction most of the time. Um, so yeah, it's sad. It was a good game. Um, it deserved better. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I'm sad about it. I, I like. You- I have. I haven't helped because. <laughs> I haven't played it for a long time, so, but, you know. Do you think that there, you know, obviously the servers are going to shut down, but do Mm -hmm. you think there would be some capacity where people who have, you know, put money into the game would be able to play offline? Like, does that game currently support offline play? That is a good question. I do not know the answer to that. Um, I've never tried it. Um, yeah, because I think that would be cool if there was like, hey, you know what, you can't play anymore online, but you know, you guys put money into this game, so we're gonna let you. You know, anybody who spent real money, you know, I think should be able. I mean, shit, anybody who wants to play the game should be able to keep playing it, even if it's just solo. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's there's a story mode, there's plenty of stuff to do, and I I don't imagine that a lot of that would require that regular internet connection. Hey so man, people still play Fantasy Star Online if they could figure out some way to make it. So people could run their own servers or something, you know, that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I I feel like I feel like once it's shut down it's it's done. I don't feel like yeah. there's feel gonna the be same way, but... any sort of offline or single player component, I think, uh, that it's it's over and people who spent money are just kinda SOL and that's kind of just the way it is. Welcome to games as a service. Yep. Yep. So This is the future. So EA wants. <laughs> yep. So th- thoughts out to Gazillion and that team because they just over the years with how much it improved, I know that that mm-hmm. that team put their heart and soul into it into making that game better and better. So um, I hope they all if and they did a good job. Yeah, they did a good job. It was a very good game. If there are layoffs, I hope that um, mm-hmm. other studios pick them up because they're a talented talented bunch of people. So I I hope they come out of this hopefully surviving like i hope that there's something in place where disney's not just like because disney doesn't own gazillion so i have to imagine that gazillion you know still made the money they made Mm -hmm. and hopefully you know maybe maybe if we're lucky 
DC comes in and says, hey, you know what? (laughs) We've got a great suite of characters and people really like Batman. Uh, (laughs) Like, there's there's always room, you know? That'd be interesting. Um, Yeah, and I I, I definitely, I I put a little spin on this. I definitely think it has something to do uh, with the deals that they've been making, that Disney and Marvel have been making with the likes of Sony, uh, with Spider-Man PS4, and with Square Enix, with, like, the Avengers game. I think Disney's going in a more, like, blockbuster direction. Where it's like, hey, you know, we have this notoriety. We're going to make these AAA experiences that match the quality of our films. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that might be the direction they're trying to go. And I also think, I'm pretty sure... When did Disney buy um, Marvel? This is like... Uh, End of... End of Iron Man 3, right? That was when it was, like, going through. And it went through when Avengers Yes, because Iron Man 3 was still paramount. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I think this was a um, a pre-Disney deal. And I imagine Disney was just kind of like... They closed all their Disney deals. Like, all the Disney deals were closing. And even the ones they intended to bring back have been opening back up. But through, like, Disney channels, like... Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, which is terrible. Yeah. And and honestly, honestly, I feel like Marvel Heroes for console didn't do super well. Um, there were yeah. some differences that they made to the pricing model, um, and a lot of kind of random loot box stuff, um, where you could only get some costumes through loot boxes, and the pricing was not good. Um, I th- I feel like in order to have made the console version sustain they had to make those changes to the pricing and i feel like that kind of helped do them in as well if the sales really weren't as good as i thought they were so so yeah we should let's move on but yeah so thoughts go out to the employees a gazillion um i can only imagine how hard it is working on a game for four or five years and just having it shut down when it's kind of peaking in terms of quality so yeah uh, and you know what? It's 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 not the only story we have uh, mm-hmm. on something like that. Uh, this goes back. We're we're taking a little deeper. Uh, a couple weeks ago, this happened now, but it's since our last podcast. Um, Perfect World. I'm sure you guys are familiar with Perfect World. They're a big uh, Chinese publisher. I think they publish like Star Trek Online now and yeah, stuff they like publish that. Publish Perfect World. Um, so they laid off. Uh, most of Motiga, who are the developers of Gigantic, which is like a hero shooter, kind of like Paragon. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's like a MOBA, but a third-person shooter. Laid off most of that studio and shut down Runic Games, uh, makers of the Torchlight series. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which I was a considerable I didn't know that was through Perfect World. I didn't know that. I don't think it was i think they got purchased by perfect world at some point and then they just laid everybody off yeah perfect world owned them enough to shut them down that's which weird. still blows my mind that why like, buy them you, if you're gonna shut what well hob was the last game they put out apparently it didn't do well um uh perfect world is going to continue to sell runix games uh and development on gigantic will continue with a small team um, according to a statement from Runic Games, uh, from the studio head, Marsh Leffler, uh, let me just find the part. Oh, here we go. This is just an excerpt from a, a larger overall statement. Um, 
for those who love the Torchlight series, there will be some news coming. And for all our fans, our community, multiplayer services uh, will keep running even after the studio's lights go off. Um, it's been an amazing experience to my family here at Runic. I know we won't be far from each other and I'll be or I'll miss seeing you all every week. You haven't heard The Last of Us. Uh, so they're going so to work on The Last apparent- of Us. Oh, could you imagine? Just Naughty Dog's like, yep, we'll take you. <laughs> so what that sounds uh, yeah. like, they're just going to make another indie studio where they can do what they want again. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Perfect World is obviously going to keep selling Torchlight, so I imagine that the Torchlight name is part of yeah. the Perfect World now. But you know. Uh, that's, that's disappointing because Torchlight was very good. Uh, mm-hmm. Torchlight 2 was even better. Um gigantic uh it had a big push when it actually like launched uh there were some i you know i remember seeing some big name streamers uh playing that so you know it's a shame to see that game finally after the struggles it had come out and then have that whole team basically laid off uh and, and even more disappointing is that you know runic tried to make a game that wasn't torchlight and they got shut down for it mm-hmm you know, and that's 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 upsetting. And you know, because Torchlight is another team. Yeah, you guys remember Hellgate London? I do. A lot of the guys who worked on that game came from Blizzard North. They made Diablo two. They left. They made Hellgate London. That fell through, and then they made Runic Games and made Torchlight. Yeah. So, like, not a great they went track from record. Top. They went from Kings of the World. To Hellgate London, <laughs> to Torchlight, and found a lot of success with that, and it just kind of all went away after that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we wish the best to everybody affected by those layoffs and closures. Um, maybe they can all get together and make a super studio and just make a kick ass hero shooter Torchlight game. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, maybe they go back to Blizzard because Blizzard has all that loot box money and maybe they make Diablo great again. I'm joking. (laughs) I just want to make a joke. I think Diablo's pretty good. Yeah, I I would like to see Diablo be great again, though. Damn. Like, Diablo 3 is a great game, but, Mm -hmm. like, greater again. Like, Diablo 2 levels of greatness. Mm -hmm. Diablo 2 is a freaking special game, man. Um, Yeah, so it's been eventful uh when it comes to some other stuff Uh, on top of all these layoffs and studio closures uh we have ign staff Mm -hmm. staging a walkout i did not hear about this because oh okay so there was uh, a former employee had a sexual harassment claim it was former employees um i think they it was two female employees of ign and mm-hmm. it came to light and management wouldn't say anything about it. So the IGN um, news staff, like the people who do the actual writing, mm-hmm. made a statement on IGN. And they specifically said, this is not management. This is us taking matters kind of into our own hands. That's that's not exactly what they said, but that's but the idea. It's, yeah, what they were doing. They made the statement. Um, so here we go. Uh there won't be a daily fix today because a large group of IGN employees have refused to work until the company issues a statement slash apology regarding what happened to uh, Kaylee Plague. Mm-hmm. Plague? 
Mm-hmm. Apparently name, that's the person. Name sounds familiar. Uh, yeah. So, and apparently there is another person who may have been a victim of this who no longer works at the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like I, I read it, and it's there's a lot going on. Um. Yeah. Apparently, at one point, she said, uh, in, in regards to, uh, hold on, uh, boom, with regards to the investigation of harassment, evidence was presented to show a lack of professionalism uh, in your part as well as others. Communication between you and Vince were inappropriate, unprofessional, and violated our harassment policy. So, sorry, I'm piecing everything together. Did you say Vince? Real quick. Um, yeah, Vince. Vince and Janito? Vince, uh, in... Ingentio? Yeah, Vince Ingenito. Yeah. Ingenito, thank you. I couldn't say. Yeah, apparently he was the one. Yes. He, he was the harasser. Yeah, he was the and he was the lead guy so for there for a while. Yeah, they flipped the script on him. Sorry, it's it's been a while since I read it, so I'm kind of refreshing my memory. Uh this all happened Monday. So he harassed her and IGN flipped the script and said, you know, you guys both did it. Uh, so she said, that's the worst part about this. It's not the harassment. It's what happened after. I deeply regret, uh, and then contacting HR, uh, it was just an absolutely traumatic experience for me. Yeah. Uh, she's the one who left. She left in December. And then apparently somebody still working at IGN um, may have also been victimized. Hmm. That's, so that's terrible. The it's... staff staged a walkout because management wouldn't say anything. That's crazy. Yeah. Didn't IGN just get bought too? Yeah. Um Sorry, I'm reading the content team was the ones who posted. Okay, they did finally say something later that day, I guess. Um Yeah, it's I mean as they should have from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like they were not going to say anything, so the content team was like we're going to do it. Uh, I mean, kudos to those and, and people. Got, and, I hope everybody and you can know keep what? their jobs. I had to do. I after I heard about it, I had to do a lot of digging to find it on IGN's website. Like it wasn't they like it wasn't highlighted on the homepage or anything. Like I had to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't something that was like especially like out there. If you if you were just on IGN, you might have missed it. So, you know that's that's stuff that's going on now. So that this saga of you know, harassment in this industry, uh, much like every industry, it seems, uh, is far from over. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's, it's good on IGN. to say, but there are creeps everywhere. I know, and... but it's good on IGN's content team to, you know, take that matter into their own hands and say, well, if you're not going to say anything, we will. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is information that should be known. Yeah. And it, it's not something that should just be, you know, filed away and forgotten. Yeah. So and... good on them. Well, it's and not even the doing what known thing for me. It's the, like, like there's no closure for people like that. If, like, they come out and say this, they lose their job, and the person who did it is just like, yeah, everything's fine for me. Like, you know what I mean? There's no closure there. Yeah, and, like, yeah. It, obviously it's terrible that this keeps happening across industries, but the mm-hmm. fact that more and more people are being brought into the spotlight 
is empowering others to step forward and say something, which is good. Yeah, which is which is why I say this saga imagine, is more than likely far from over. Because yeah. imagine somebody in that like position of power doing that to you. You lose your job, and now you're kind of like blackballed from the industry because oh, you have this case against somebody who's very influential in your industry. That that's terrifying. You know what I mean? And yeah. if there's no like public proof to support this. You look crazy saying that's why you left IGN because you were sexually harassed. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Or if you worse, even have to lie about why you left IGN. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or any other company that might happen that, but you know. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's Vincent Genito. Um. Yeah, he was. He was the lead there for a little while after Colin and Moriarty and Greg Miller left, and. He was also one of the ones who kind of, uh, when the whole Colin Moriarty thing went down, kind of just trash talked him a lot. Like, yeah, and that's I, so. And I don't agree with a lot of what Colin Moriarty says. I like him, but I disagree with him mm-hmm. about a lot of stuff. But yeah, Vince seemed like someone who would say what he needed to say to kind of get ahead. Um, yeah, because like I was gonna say the whole Colin Moriarty thing, and this isn't because I liked him, because I wasn't even like that big a fan of what they were doing on their own. I supported it because I grew up on those guys, you know what I mean. But I wasn't like mm-hmm. there for everything they were doing new. Yeah, I feel that. And I did feel like, especially from the IGN side, they were really rough on the Colin Moriarty thing, because he handled it very professionally after like everything happened. I don't even remember exactly what happened. I just remember thinking, oh, he like left on his own he didn't he said it was wrong of him he resigned and everything did like as much as you would expect somebody to do in a situation where they're wrong you know what i mean to have as much class as possible exactly given the circumstances yeah Mm -hmm. so So i'm just saying it's it's funny to see somebody who was like essentially leading the ship of slander against somebody like that to be like the shoe being on the other foot it just kind of goes to show you, uh, sometimes the people who talk the loudest have the most to, or have the, have the most that they don't want to talk about, yeah. I guess, yeah. uh, is and the best way to bring that full circle. Yeah, yeah. I, I get, I get, I don't think that's the yeah. term, but it, I get what you're saying. I, yeah. halfway through what I was saying, I was like, shit. And, and, and <laughs> it, it was either shortly after or before Colin left kind of funny that Vincent Ingenito was fired from IGN. So, yeah, uh, um, he probably had that coming. And and who, you know, who's to say that it wasn't somewhat related to this mm-hmm. and, again, got swept under the rug, you know? Yeah. Um, which is, it's horrible that, that those kinds of things are happening. Um, you know, I'm just but, imagine uh, him, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that guy, what a, what a douchebag. <laughs> it's, it's, and again, you know, that's, that's every industry, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's development, whether it's, publication whether it's you know anything yep all these people let let the lesson be learned here don't be a scumbag you know take this stuff seriously and if you guys if somebody out there is a victim Mm -hmm. don't be don't be you don't have to be a victim you know you like just be a good person you can be the next person to make a change, you know, you can Uh be the next person who, you know, you don't have to feel like a victim anymore because there's other people out there going Mm -hmm. through what you're going through. Um, and really the best thing you can do is find someone you can trust, Mm -hmm. talk about it and, you know, turn the situation around and 
you know, it, it's not a matter of like revenge or anything like that. But you know what? If if the, if you're in a situation like this, do the best thing for you, and that is to you know, mm-hmm. say something. Can you know, I? Because it, otherwise, it can just keep happening, mm-hmm. and the victims keep growing if we don't stop it. You know. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put everything on the like the victims. Like, no, they, no, no, I'm just because I'm going to say something yeah. else. Like, I don't want to put some victims because I know it's hard to like come out with something like this. But to the people who are doing this shit, just don't be a scumbag. Yo, Tinder's not that hard. Dude, it's not. I just don't take some good photos. That. Just get online. <laughs> don't be a scumbag. I, we're we're gonna we're gonna move on after this. But like, I I I think I unfortunately it's easier for the victims to be the better person in this Mm -hmm. scenario because I just feel like these people are just genuinely pitiable people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these are people that, you know, are not, there's something with them. There's something wrong with them. There is nothing wrong with the victims. Exactly. Exactly. And and that's the thing that, you know, if you're a victim, you need to remember, there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with you. There's something wrong with that person. Exactly. So remember that. And and, and Un, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. Unfortunately, and the people who, It's a hard subject to talk about. The, the people who are getting harassed are oftentimes people who obviously have less power and like Nat was talking mm-hmm. about, um, could be blackballed from the industry if they speak up. So yeah. there's always um, a lot of stuff going into it aside so from it's it's just But I think now there's a lot of support right now. I think mm-hmm. it's, and, it, and I, I feel like there, you can't get blackballed anymore. Like with, with all the controversy around this, I don't think they, that these people can, these big companies can afford to say, well, no, mm-hmm. you're off the list. I mean, you know, look at like the Colin Kaepernick situation in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He got blackballed. He's taking them to court in a case that, mm-hmm. you know, people support in and the they NFL. They tried to sign on, him again you know? because they apparently has information that they yeah, don't want to, yeah, and you know, and, it's... and while it's while it uh, it is on the victims to speak up, it's on those in power who also know that it's happening to speak up. So yeah. other oftentimes these are women who are being harassed. If other men in the company who know what's happening have can't be silent because being silent is complicit. I, mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, it's not even that. Remember, Naughty Dog. It was mail on mail. You know. Yeah, I mean, and it could like, be anything. I, no, and, and, I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Oftentimes, yeah, but I mean, like we have clear evidence that like it could happen. It, it has been proven. I mean, think it about it this way. To anybody. I mean, Terry Crews had to come out and say there's people yeah, just Terry... like touching him and stuff. Like, Terry fucking Crews. Have you seen that guy? Spice man. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Spacey w- was accused of harassing a kid when he was 14 and he was 30. Mm-hmm. Like, it can be anyone to anyone else. Um, it's just, yeah, let's, let's move on. It's tough. Uh, if you know someone who's in this situation, don't just sit still. Don't just mm-hmm. sit there, speak up, because you because be like likelihood help. of it's happening to you is happening to other people. There are rare situations where somebody's doing such like heinous stuff to just to you. You know what I mean? But yeah, let's move on. So, um, uh, you know, EA. This no, 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 no. I think this is a good time to probably uh, wrap up side A, uh, because I feel like uh, th- there's some other somewhat lengthy conversations to be had on mm-hmm. the other side uh and we're approaching uh an hour five so this is probably a good place to stop this half uh guys we got a new thing that we're gonna do um this is side a of the podcast we're going to have a side b 
where we're going to touch on some more topics. Um, so you're getting an extra long episode, just a two-parter. Well, think about so, it. We missed a week. Now we're giving you two podcasts for the price of one. Hey, you know, if we've got enough stuff to talk about, I'm willing to do this whenever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we're going to wrap up this half and we're going to come back at you with another half. Yeah. All other half of podcast action. So keep it here and we'll see you in uh, a few clicks.